For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at What's up, y'all? Yeah. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> oh, you see it. You see it. <laughs> What's up, Lo? What's happening, dude? Hello. Chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. Everybody gets on Zoom and starts showing off their fashion. I like it. Best to ever do it. <laughs> long as, hey, long as the camera don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> Big Walt's rocking the Kraken gear, man. Kraken season's upon us. <laughs> it sounds good. like maybe some boxers. Because he doesn't want the camera to fall. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good, bro. I'm repping, uh, I'm repping, uh, you know, repping the Sonics, man. Basketball. Ooh. Oh, season, look at know? that. Bring them back. Oh, you know, just a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah, bring them back. Always. I'm looking for my tickets, too. So I hope they see this. So. <laughs> big guy <laughs> needs seats. Hey, big guy needs seats. Multiple seats. <laughs> yeah, man. The uh, Were the preseason games this weekend, or they start up? soon or right tonight. tonight yeah they start I think they start up this weekend so they've been multiple games on tv so okay i guess we, it's kind of like me and walt went to the uh the clippers and maccabi rihanna or whatever their name is <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty cool though yeah it was a good time bring nice. them back yeah fun to see the nba there a lot of people thinking they might make the announcement during some of these preseason games they're gonna have i mean i know right let's happen oof. let it happen man that'd be right. awesome Hey, Lofa, speaking of ready, you got any heritage distilling mixed drinks there? You want me to go crack one? I'll crack one right. Oh, crack come on. Yeah, I'm run. Cracking. Go grab one. It's the cold open, man. We got to oh, open shit. a cold hey. one. Second. Hey. One second. Come on. We got one Big Walt here. Let's crack something open. Uh, heritage Distilling, one of our new partners, they put mixed Whoa, nice. cocktails in the can already for you. So you don't have to do anything. You just crack them open. Pour it over ice if you want. Drink it straight out of the can. Really? It's all mixed up, ready to go. Yeah, man. I need to call them and say, man, I need a, I need a care package. Oh, we'll hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> you know they'll hook up the best to ever do it. Look at that. There it is. What's, so what flavor today, Lofa? Then there were three. So <laughs> I drank the uh, the vodka Rita. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. So the options, we got peach bourbon and Ooh. gin jam fizz. I'm going to stick with the uh, vodka, and I'm going to go easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Nice. Good job. Here, let's see if we see can get the nice is. sound of it opening. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> they say you can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. <laughs> I like that one. How is it? Ooh, this one is nice. It's uh, It's much more smooth. Then the, the vodka Rita was great. It mm-hmm. caught me by surprise with some of the uh, carbonation, but 
But this one, very, I'll probably drink the other one too. <laughs> <laughs> Put it that way. Nice, nice. Walt, when you, uh, when you sip on something, what do you sip on? Uh, right now I'm a vodka, uh, with a little Sprite. Okay. Uh, with a splash of, uh, pineapple juice, uh, with a mint leaf. Ooh, a mint is that, leaf. Is that concoction called anything? The big walk. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do, uh, the, um, the wild, the, the, the apple, the, the green apple Ciroc mm-hmm. with Sprite, okay. with frozen grapes. And I used to call it a Jolly Rancher. Ooh. I think Walt made one for me one time. It was delicious. Walt's a yeah. mixologist. I love this, man. We got to get Heritage working on a, a big Walt special edition or something. I know, right? Let's yeah. go get it. They should Come do on. a Legends line. Oh, yeah. With hey, all the hawks. Like there it. you go. Get, get a Lofa one going. Get a Walt one going. Maybe Sean yeah. Alexander. I mean, they're putting him in the Ring of Honor. Maybe we could do one for Sean. I don't know if I ever seen Sean drink. Oh really? I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, maybe not then. I definitely don't drink. He got a he got he got a house full of kids. I know he's not drinking. <laughs> we can make a Mac strong. That would Ooh, be a, I that's like a it. drink that everybody wants to have, right? Heritage has but, a yeah. chocolate whiskey called the Cocoa Bomb whiskey. We could hook you up with. Oh, I got I got some of that when they uh, changed it over a couple of years. I got that. So oh, yeah. that's more of a, like a chill with an ice ball and a cigar. You know? Oh so. hell yeah. Mm. Distinguished. That hey, we're talking nice. about. Well, hear me out on this one. Maybe you can get it going because you're you got a lot more pull in this city than I do. <laughs> we want a double IPA okay. called a Lofa to two brews. Oh, we like it, man. Come on, let's go. Put that out there, bro. Let me see y'all put this in the edit and put it out there so people can see it, so they can say it. The two brews. Right. Okay, Lofa, two brews. I got like it. <laughs> it can work. It can, it, it, it can grow on people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys ready to start the uh, the show here? Spin it. Oh, we about over, man. Come on. <laughs> Here's the theme song. <laughs> Take 12 podcast on the Believe NFL Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'm lifelong Seahawk fan Brett Davern, and they our Seahawks legends. Today, not only do we have my normal co-host, Lofa Tatupu, but we're also joined by the best to ever do it. His number is in the rafters. He's big Walter Jones joining us on the hey, show up, today. Guys? How y'all doing, man? Uh, Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. What's dude, up, Lofa? Big Walt. Big Walt. Thank oh. you for your time, as always, sir. Uh, checking in score prediction challenge from this last weekend, everybody. Nobody nailed it again. It's going to be hard. I mean, I thought we would score some points, but wow. Did we put we up go some back points? And double everybody's score and see if anybody came close. Man. I don't, we had a lot of 20s. The score prediction challenge 40. brought to you guys by our friends at Simply Seattle. Go to shop.simplyseattle.com. Use our promo code TAKE12 to take 12% off of any order at Simply Seattle. 
Uh, we give out uh, gift cards from them as part of our score prediction, and we'll find out who got closest and send out a $25 gift card. But if anyone ever nails it, you get a $50 gift card from our friends at Simply Seattle. Also, the show is brought to you by betonline.ag, epicseats.com, and more. But I'll tell you about all of that later because it's time to get to the game that was. The Seattle Seahawks flew all the way to Detroit, Michigan to play at Ford Field. And as these two guys know, Ford Field is a weird place for the Seahawks to play. But lately, they love playing there and they love putting up points. Let me get your guys' take on uh, on just the game in general right off the bat. That, and then we'll get into some specifics. Big Walt, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was a, a great showing of uh, Gino. I thought they did a great job of, oh, yeah. of giving Gino the perfect plays that he needed to throughout the game. I thought they got him in a rhythm pretty early throughout the game. I thought it was, I thought it was all about Gino. I thought Gino mm-hmm. did a great job yeah. of uh, making sure everybody had a feel for the game, kept everybody in the game. I thought he did a great job of with the tight ends and. You know, I thought the defense did what they had to do. I thought this, the pick six was the kind of the telltale sign for the defense. You know, mm-hmm. they had some great plays in there, but still, you know, sometimes you have those games where the offense go up and down the field and who's going to make a play. And I thought the defense made a play with that pick six to kind of kind of decided the game, I thought, you know, with the yeah. scoring. Yeah, yeah, totally. Lofo, what would you think about this one? Yeah, I mean, the big guy said it. Gino, man, mm-hmm. that is the, the story of the game. Unbelievable. Um, you know, even I think he was given a little more freedom this week to, to check at the line that, which we hadn't seen, you know, and I talked about this last year when we only saw the small sample size of three games, where they're going to open up the full playbook. I think he's got it at his disposal now. And, you know, I hope this is the results we can expect. 48 points is insane. And, uh, but we needed every single point. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing that I'm going to ask Walt about too, as we get going, you know, the run game showed up, mm-hmm. which has mm-hmm. always led to points for us. But you know, I, I think we only had like 40 or 50 yards running, mostly by Gino in the first half. And then we reeled off like 180 or something in the second half. Um, so, you know, Walt, did you see anything special that they were doing with the running game? Or because it was <clears> almost <throat> like Gino set it up. I know. I thought the, the, the cool thing about it, I tell people all the time, I said, when you see, when you want to know, if a quarterback is in control or know what's going on, like a lot of times, you just gonna watch like in a loud game like that. You know, I didn't expect it to be loud there, but I know Detroit is on the on the verge of figuring out who they are and stuff. So mm-hmm. I figure it's still early. So you still a lot of people still got hope on a lot of teams. So the crowd was loud. So I thought they did a great job of that. When a quarterback is relaying the the, the calls to the, both sides of the tackles, that tells me that Geno is in full control, know what's going on, and know he got to make sure that. Everybody is in the same thing, but I thought that they did a lot of movement, you know, motions with the receivers kind of like, and I think a lot of times people don't understand that motions, you know, with some defensive with motions, you can tell what kind of defense they're in. I thought Gino knew that from the bat, you know, where he was going with the ball. So from a standpoint, I thought the offensive line, you know, for me personally, I'm a big fan of, I think young guys should be able to be thrown into the fire. I think that's the most like, you know, on defense and offensive line. I think that that's a position where you learn, as you play, you know, I don't think you can learn it by sitting on the sideline. So for mm-hmm. me personally, I think what the offensive line is doing, I think you're building that camaraderie where guys play together is not in and out. So now you got these young guys that you hopefully going to play for another five years uh, without injury. So now they can build this this offensive line where this is what Pete wants. So yeah. I thought from that standpoint, I thought they came out and 
really established what they wanted to do, and they did a great job of doing that. Yeah, well, I mean, offense is really the story from this game, right? Like, big headline, yeah. 48 points. I, I mean, just off the top of my head, I can't remember the last time we put up 48 points. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's probably been a while. I mean, almost got to that 50. I mean, we started off the game... We get the ball, we go 16 plays, 80 yards right down the field, but, I mean, we held it for a long time, 6 minutes and 36 seconds. For the game, I mean, the offensive numbers are just uh, really fun to look at. Let's be honest. Geno Smith, 23 of 30 for 320 yards and two touchdowns. Rashad Penny, like Lofa said, and, you know, we can kind of get into maybe they were running the ball a lot more towards the second half, but, I mean, Rashad Penny... 17 carries, 151 yards, two touchdowns. And that's 8.9 yards per carry. I mean, who's blocking for him? Walt and Hutch and Tobeck and the, and the boys from back in the day? I mean, this O-line looks great, you know? And then you got DK. Um, I, Lofa, I saw you tweeted that DK must stand for Detroit King because he has some big games up there. Seven receptions, 149, no touchdowns, but, I mean, just a ton of yards and going off and holding guys off with one big arm while he reaches up with the other arm. That catch down the left sideline was amazing. Um, Offense, offense, offense everywhere. And Gino's cooking, (laughs) right? Second straight week in a row, over 300 yards. Yeah, And, I mean, incredibly efficient with the ball, too. You know, he's, he's, you know, distributing everywhere. Yeah. Um, You know, kind of like our boys at Heritage Distillery. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the tight ends got involved, you know, the bootlegs, which, you know, we haven't really seen that plays really well off the zone blocking scheme. We like to run. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we had our, our most success in the run game, well, we started using pullers. I felt like I was watching you and, and, you know, Tobek and the boys, those are some big men moving and, you know, that, that, like Walt said, there's a lot of motion to kind of like see what they're in, but it also, we also say on defense, you know, motion creates emotion. It gets yeah. guys rattled on defense because we have huh. to react to what's seen. And so, I mean, there was sometimes like on the on the, the the pull that Penny had, he had to make one guy miss. And then we came back to it late in the game when we just needed a first down and he hit another, you know, late touchdown yeah. to really seal it. And then I was like, man, this is what I love it, especially nowadays, how, how watered down football has gotten. I love it that they're going to the old school, the power, the counter. Mm-hmm. And making the you know making the defense have to like go over a gap or two instead of just going downhill. Hmm. I mean, I could still get out there and and stop a zone block blocking scheme. You just got to run into your gap. You literally just have to give it up for the team and run your gap. When there's pullers, there's sometimes you're out there with two guys. It's like, okay, can I take both of these guys out so someone else can be free and make the play? <laughs> and that's really what it's coming down to these days. Well, the Seahawks. I mean. <laughs> Guys, we're just blessed again with another great left tackle coming out of the draft. Super high draft pick, Charles Cross, and we have the best to ever do it here on the show. So, Walter, I got to talk to you about young Charles Cross and his game. I mean, he just looks like an, another one in the, this long line of great left tackles that we've had from you to Okung uh, to now Charles. And, I mean, he's right next to Damian Lewis, who's playing great also. Um, for me personally, I think it's great. Uh, I think, uh, like I said earlier, I think offensive linemen need to be in the fire. You know, when you're that yeah. high pick, you're going to play. So for me, I think he's just being consistently. I think he's still learning the game. He's still learning how to play in the NFL. But I think, you know, if you stay consistent and, you know, and take leadership too, though, I think a lot of times 
people don't understand how uh, the offensive line can bring the team together because those guys are intertwined in what they do. So I think for when you see the, all those guys together and keeping those guys together, it builds the team too. Guys see that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you guys was talking about how, you know, it was a quad. The numbers, like, you know, you watched the game yesterday, but when you start looking at the stats, you know, you know they had a complete game, you know, when everybody is happy. Everybody, when they when they walk in the locker room, Everybody is happy. Ain't nobody saying, I didn't get this ball. I didn't get this. I thought Gino did a great yeah. job of, you know, and I think with Penny, I think Penny is still playing off the high he had last year into the season where I see now he's seeing the plays. I thought his first two years, I thought he was trying to make the big play all the time because kind of like, you know, you when you see a guy come out of the draft, they kind of like you see the highlights. So everybody want to see that and don't understand three yards or four yards is a good run. Sure, so huge. I think for him now, I think he understanding that and know pick his moments. Yeah. And I think the, the great running backs know how to do that. So I think that's what he's learning now yeah, when to looks, pick his he, moments he, and not out there trying yeah. to be the best player on the field, do your job. But once you do that, the game comes so easy for you. He looks and, great. I mean, he looks patient, right? I and mean, he's kind of waiting for yeah. those holes to open up. And then when he accelerates, man, I mean, he, he looks like he did uh, at at state on the tape, right? When we got him out of the draft, he, he just looks fast. He tripped on that sideline, or else he has a two hundred yard game, right? He yeah. would have had, and, yeah. and another touchdown probably. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a phenomenal talent, and you know, with all the ups and downs he's gone through with injuries, you know, we know all about those. It's just great to see him, you know, getting his proper due. And zero sacks allowed. Do you like that hey. sort of thing, Walter Jones? <laughs> oh, totally. You know, I think it's I think it's, it's part of the process and learning and stuff. I think, you know, we put so much pressure on the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, now is just a moment. Now, a lot of times, you know, we, we talk to friends and stuff, and I think sometimes we – they I tell people all the time, love the team, don't love players because p- players come and go. So sometimes you get fans and stuff get caught in, in – you know, uh, you know, thinking that they know the game and they really don't know the game. Like, you know what I'm saying, Loka? Like, it's just fans don't. Weird... Oh, that's not the no, fans. No, I know. No, like, I tell no. fans all the time. I said, <laughs> y'all watch football. Y'all don't play football. So I tell them that all the time. But it's it's great for conversation. But I always tell people all the time. I said, you guys watch football, but y'all don't play football. So <laughs> it's fun to hear the analogy of games and stuff. But it's fun though. But still, again, I think it's one of those things where, you know. People think they know things, but I think this offensive line, this running back, I think they're going to be great if yeah. they get the, they stay consistent and see, see the positive. I think as everybody, you want yeah. to see the improvement every week, and you're getting better every week. Waldron called the jam, man, mm-hmm. and and even at times that was tough, you know, because I mean that they audible right, which Gino to that that all out blitz, which was mm-hmm. kind of a funky sequence with the third down that got stopped before, but and they were coming with the all blitz, they did another pull gap gap puller. And it just cleaned out. And then, you know, all uh, Penny had to do was make one guy miss. And then mm. he was home free. Yeah. And uh, so shout out to Waldron and what he's been doing because it's like they, they can't miss right now. And and Gino, one more time, his footwork in the pocket was insane. There was like three times where they had him dead to rights. Most guys just panic, take off, or, or just throw the ball away. He stepped up in the pocket because it was a it was a nicely formed pocket. The guy was coming free. The one he got hit in the head, he got away from that. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, it was just uh, all around. The guy the guy was on fire. And he totally got command of the offense too. Though I think it's it's one of those things where you are keeping everybody happy. I thought that you know for me personally, like the, the DK numbers, like honestly, I watched the game, but I still didn't think he had them type of numbers. So that's a good yeah. thing. So now you're thinking like, man, if he had one of those games where he you see it. 
yeah. he could easily have 200, 200. you know, 200 some yards because that was a very quiet 149 where it was like you saw him make plays, but still, that was a very quiet. Well, because well, it only came on on seven receptions. I mean, he had all those yards on seven receptions. You got you got Tyler Lockett six receptions for another ninety one. So almost breaking a hundred up for Tyler there. Also, Will Disley, our guy Uncle Will, checking in with four receptions for thirty nine yards. So you know, and Colby had two. I mean, they were really just spreading it all over the field. Touchdown pass was insane. It was a great catch too, but. The guy was inside right there, right on him. And, you know, he just threw it back shoulder, you know, so well, he could adjust and catch it. Uh, and, like, the other guy couldn't even contest it. That's how – it was just a beautiful pass. We're and happy. I didn't know that Will had that so some type of hands, man. Like, I met, I met this kid all the time, and I'm thinking – every time I see him, I'm like, man, how is he making them plays? Because you look at him when he's out of out of clothes, out of, out yeah, of out uniform, he's like – this is the guy that made that catch last week or, or <laughs> making those plays. You know, like, you know, you don't see it when you see this guy that the, 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 the how athletic he is mm-hmm. for a big guy yeah. and the plays that he made. Like you said, that throw was amazing. But, you know, the hand touch, you know, like the, t- the soft, softness of his hands when he caught it. Like, it wasn't oh. a tough catch for him, you know what I'm saying? So, he got silky cool. mitts. And yeah. I, think <laughs> I know, the, right? That's how, it's, it's nice. And I all those titans are nice. The all those titans are nice. Off. Yeah, it fell off a little bit. Like, okay, you're not going to beat me, bro. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Well, I mean, look, if you guys are out there uh, and you and you know you're wagering or you're doing things like over and unders and things like that, or you're looking at point totals and things like that, the Seahawks offense is putting up points this year. So if you're going over to BetOnline.ag, uh, it's a segue, everybody. I'm trying to segue to talk about our sponsor, betonline.ag. You might want to put some money down on the Seahawks offense putting up some points because they're doing it this year. And when you go to betonline.ag, make sure you use our promo code. Believe 50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. For a 50% welcome bonus, whether you're using their award-winning app or you're using the browser, go to betonline.ag for all of your online wagering needs. Let's flip sides of the ball, uh, guys, because we're super excited about the offense. Defense, giving up a lot of points, but some very exciting play, especially from a young guy that we really just got to give some time to here. Tariq Woolen is just having a season. I mean, he's really playing great, especially through four games. His QBR against, if you're into those sort of analytics and stuff, puts him right up there with one of the top cornerbacks in the league as a rookie. And, I mean, uh, the kid's just balling. Freak of nature. What, 6'4", 4'2". And you saw every bit of that 4'2", because he was trailing the tight end. And I saw what Goff, they did the end zone cut. And you could see, he's got three yards to get that ball there. And Goff's got a strong arm. And so he ripped it, and then all of a sudden, Woolen comes out of nowhere and just house call, and a nice move at the end too. Yeah, um, you know, uh, not not to get off of Woolen right now, but even Kobe Kobe Bryant, the young guys uh-huh. stepping up. Yep, those are two turnovers that we needed, and and then we got six from from Woolen's pick. So um, I'm really excited about their future, and uh, you know, I'm not going to say Lob 2.0 yet. You know, uh, those are some those are some big shoes to fill, but. 
man, you got to be excited with, with what they're doing. They're young and hungry. I mean, I, I don't, it's not LOB 2.0 yet, but you can feel something special building here, I think, especially with these guys that got here now. You add a few more pieces, next few drafts or something like that. I think they're definitely on their way. Walt, what do you think of the defense? The positives, and then we'll we'll talk about all the points they gave up. <laughs> you know, you, we, we could talk about that pick. I thought that was great. I think Pete have done a great job of, you know, bringing the young guys in and compete. You know, I think he 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 he, he fiends on that. Like, okay, if you think you're supposed to be this guy. You know, I think Kobe is probably Kobe Bryant is probably one of those kids where he probably thought he should have been higher in the draft or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So now, every time you see him play, he play like that. You know, like you say, you don't want to go to that lob, but you can kind of see that, hey, this is us. You know, I think I think Pete does a great job of getting that out of guys where, you know, the, the you know, I never did understand that when I first used to come to camp, I didn't understand the chaotic of the music playing. But now I get it now because that's that's how the sideline is. There's it's so much going on around you. Now can you focus and play football? Hmm. So I enjoy the fact that he does that. But I think from his point of this is his, for Pete, this is his last, I think last hurrah of getting these guys to the point of, can these guys be great? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to get into the, the politics of football and saying, are they going to play for a pick? Or are they going to play for this team can be pretty good? Cause if this defense figure out, mm-hmm. if this offense continually keep clicking the way it's clicking and then the defense, I think the defense is something that's going to, it's going to get better as the season go along. Because I think, you know, you watch the game, I think on defense, they thinking more than just reacting. You know what I'm saying? Lofi, you know, you yeah, can speak yes. on that better than I can. Like, I think yeah. a lot of times like that one run, I thought guys just not getting off their blocks, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Hesitant, like where your gap at? You just got to, you have to see it, you know. I just saw some great linebackers play like Lofa, Bobby Wagner. You know, you have to, it's, it's all about studying too. I think a lot of times it comes from studying too and learning what you got to do throughout the game and stuff and being able to adjust throughout the game. So I think it's just a learning curve for everybody yeah. right now. And well, hopefully that the offense can hold these guys, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm here to be patient. It's okay. I understand that guys are young, and you know, especially like with the the preseason now being what it is, and with how a lot of guys don't even play in the preseason. I don't even know what these preseason games are now. It it feels like they use the first three four weeks of the regular season to sort of figure out what each team is. I think um, they were talking about last night on one of the broadcasts, how it's like, it's not only do you have to figure out what your team is, but you kind of have to figure out what the rest of the league is also. And this week I I thought I saw around the league, just a lot of a lot better, like football and the teams are looking more like they should this week, finally. But Lofa talk about like what, what Walt was talking about with the, the defense and sort of their struggles right now, because we're giving up a lot of points. We're giving up a lot of yards and the Lions, guys, let's not forget, they were without Swift. They were without uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, some of their biggest weapons on offense weren't even there, and we still gave up a mountain of points and a mountain of yards. Yeah, it takes time for it for to gel, and especially, you know, not playing everybody in preseason. You know, I think with such a young team, that, that could be detrimental to it, you know, and that's why we're seeing such a, especially with a new scheme, you know, getting these guys into like a new 3-4 that, you know, Brooks has never played this. I, you know, speak to that play that Walt was talking about. Um, you know, they had a hat for a hat, but you can't go one for one. You got to get off a block and you got to make a play. And Brooks just held a little, little too long on the backside because Nuosu did. He folded over with the pole. They ran a power off our left side and they had it up, fit it up beautifully. But this is where you have to make a play. This is where Bobby, you know, KJ, they make plays. They get off the block and, they, you know, they stop it for two or three yards instead of letting it go out the gate for 51. 
And then Josh Jones had a chance to come up. You just got to make that tackle. I know it looks like, you know, uh, every, every day kind of play for, you know, fans, but that's tough duties when the guy's got the whole field to work with, Mm -hmm. but you, that's what made Earl Thomas so special. Like I, I would say, 99 of 100 times he makes that tackle. Same mm. with Diggs. That's what makes him so special. I think in his six years, five years here, we've only seen Derrick Henry, who's done it to everybody, outran them or ran over. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's the only time he's ever missed a tackle in the open field. And that's what makes the little things make everybody so special. But, um, you know, just I, it's a young team. We got to have patience. And then I think with Atlanta, we were just undisciplined in our gaps. You know, it wasn't a thing where we were getting pushed around. I know the numbers look ugly, six a carry, things like that. Yeah. Um, eight a carry to Patterson. But, you know, and then when we went to San Fran, they ran the ball at will, but it was more in the fourth quarter when we were out there for 70 plays. So that was just being tired. And so just just trying to put some things into perspective about what's going on with the run game defensively. But um, and I think Walt hit it on the head. Guys look too, you know, indecisive, you know, at the moment of impact, the moment of truth. It's like, hey man. You, you're where you're supposed to be. Cool. Get off the block and make the play. Mm-hmm. You, you got This is what you're paid to do. you got to stop the run. And so, um, and then just hitting on, you know, the young guys, like you were saying, Woolen was a fifth round pick. Yeah. And, and Kobe was a fourth round pick. And it is very rare to ever see guys start as a fourth or fifth round pick, mm. especially nowadays. So um, I'm excited with where, where we can go with this defense. I know, you know, Clint and decide they're going to get it figured out. And uh, but, you know, ha- again, offense, man, unbelievable. I know, I know. But I, listen, I just got to stay on the defense for one second because, you know, Jared Goff, 378 yards, four touchdowns. Jamal Williams, who I talked to the Believe in Lions guys about this because they're without DeAndre Swift. Jamal Williams is, I mean, he's a starter on most teams in this league or could be 19 carries, 108. Mm-hmm. I'm two touchdowns, 5.7 yards per for Jamal Williams. And then TJ Hawkinson, which I don't want to give the guy on the other team too much time, but tight end TJ Hawkinson had the game of his life, eight receptions, 179 yards and two touchdowns. You couldn't contain TJ Hawkinson, guys. We 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 got to if your if your offense is going to put up 48 points, we yeah. got to be winning these games by more than 3. Is all at least holding the third, I mean, I mean, especially when they're without <laughs> some of their biggest stars and weapons. I mean, come on. When when Big Walt and them were putting, you know, number one offense and putting up forty for us, you know, we were we were just we were living off of the turnover. Stop the oh. run, eliminate the big play, and get your ass some turnovers. And I mean, that's how we thrived back. That's how we took this team to their first, you know, championship. Mm-hmm. And. uh it, it can be done again, but I'm telling you, the turnovers, they have to play a critical role in uh, go, in the games going forward. The thing about, uh, the thing about uh, you know, learning the, uh, the defense, I think it's like you, like you said, you can't go one for one. You know what I'm saying? Like last week's game was defense played okay, but the offense didn't stay on the field long enough. You see what I'm saying? So now now the offense knew they have to come out this week and kind of do better. So now it flips. So now we've got to. Once they like I say, once they become a complete game where everybody's working together and the defense is doing what they need to do, this team could be great. You know, be, be you know, be pretty good. You know, I think a lot yeah. of times people are living in the past and like you know, look at what we got now. You know, and so so I like Geno play. I like the way that they're. You know, it's kind of weird to me. I think I think like with Geno, he plays the way that Pete's want him to play. Like he's not giving you no, know, 
He's making the plays where the ball should go. And a lot of times, I think that's hard for quarterbacks sometimes because quarterbacks know that they're the team. Mm-hmm. So they feel like they have to make the perfect pass or I can get that ball in that tight window. No, the guy done a flat, throw it out there. That's where he's supposed yeah. to be. So yeah. I think Gino does a great job of that. You know, he did a great job he last does. figuring out how to run. But we, I know you want to talk about the defense, but I think the offense just kind of just clouds <laughs> that so bad. But We're all just so like, happy. You know, It'd it be like that sometime, though. Hey. It'd be like that, though. I think it was one of those games where the offense was could score anytime they got the ball. So Yeah, it's all good. Listen, we're all allowed to be happy. We put up 48 points. We put up a kajillion yards. It was fun to watch. I mean, it was an entertaining game. It's it's I, I we talked about it Lofa on this show already, uh, you know, in previous episodes how this season we we don't really know what we got. And so I'm just not going to take it for granted and I'm just going to try to enjoy it and that game was entertaining as hell. A bunch of points put up by both teams and I'm just happy we came out of there with the W. Think about this though. I think that's going to be the season all year, though. I think we're going to be in games like this right. all the time. It doesn't matter can we finish those games. So yep. be prepared for these types of games. So I think it's going to be that until everybody figure out what type of defense, what, what this defense is. You know what I'm saying? What are they going to be? What's it going to be there? I don't know what y'all do. What, what do they call it? Well, their their identity or who, who they're Yeah, what's yeah. their identity? Uh-huh. I don't, we don't know that yet right now. You know, right. we don't know about this offense either, though. I think if, you know, I think if that running game keeps going, you know what Pete's going to want to do. We're going to right. want to pound it, pound it, pound it. But. And so, well, hopefully we can watch all these entertaining games. I just, like I said, I, we, as long as we keep writing W's in the in the column that matters. I want to talk to you guys about some stuff you've been doing up there. I saw a picture of you guys uh, at Cliff Averill's event. That looked awesome. Uh, everybody was, you guys were like helping to cook or or or, or serve food, or you guys were. I, I, you guys tell me what you're doing. I basically, I saw Lofa wearing an apron. I saw Walt wearing a bib. <laughs> that, that apron they got to get you a bigger apron next time my man <laughs> that thing looked like a bib on okay. your chest <laughs> but what what were you guys up to and, and what's cliff up to because that looked like a cool thing <laughs> hey you got hey you got one you got one joke per podcast okay <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, no listen hey that's more about them <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about we no, we going back to the beer. Oh we going back to the beer. One joke per podcast. The next time you ask me up there, let you guys know, Lo, you got one joke per podcast. <laughs> Lo got a Lo got a big ass hand. You don't want to hey, hey, ask Hasselback about this smack. <laughs> Wait, well now I want to ask you about that. What does that mean? <laughs> oh man, that'll take too long, man. It, you know, you just sometimes you have to put quarterbacks in their place, like you know. I'm just joking, man. It was good, though. But still, we got one joke per podcast. <laughs> You're out of jokes. No more jokes. I got you. I got you. No I'm more. Kidding, man. I'm just kidding. Let the legend cook. Is, is I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> no, but yeah. Cliff, Cliff does it. I mean, he does so much for this community. Um, you know, that guy is unbelievable. And I mean, you know, even when he was playing building houses, um, you know, for every sack he got, um, he would build a house in Haiti or two houses. It was an unbelievable wow. the the human being that he is, and uh, so just extremely blessed and you know giving back. And you know we we're just lucky that he invited us to to you know participate, man. But yeah, so it raised a lot of money for his foundation. They do they do so much for you know number of charities, so you can't really pinpoint as a like one. They don't just 
you know, zone in on one, one right, charity. Right, right, right. I got you. All right. I don't have any more jokes then. All I got are questions. Okay, Walt? We've been doing this thing with uh, some of our on. guests we got coming on. I got 10 random questions for you. You want to answer them in 60 seconds or less? All right, let's go. All right. Rapid fire random questions with Walter Jones, the best right. to ever do it here on the podcast. Well, actually, wait, before I ask questions, Walt, I mean, you got the clothing, you got the clothing line, you got the best to ever do it, right? Um, but what else do you guys, mm-hmm. what else you got going on lately up there? And what's up with you? Uh, you know what? Nothing right now. Honestly, uh, you know, I do the fifth part. I think everybody knows that. I do the fifth, the postgame show every Sunday night. And, and, and that's pretty cool. And, you know, just enjoying the community stuff that I do around, you know, I'm always a part of stuff. You know, like you were asking about Cliff Abel, for me personally, I love, to support guys that are doing great in the community you know what i'm saying so i never would not say no to something that somebody asked me or you know because these are my fellow teammates they my friends not loafer i see loafer as a friend more than my former teammates so it's one of those things where if somebody asks you to do something you're like i got it so That's it's cool. all about improving and helping guys to figure things out and be a part of something great so for me that's what I try to do in the community and stuff like that you know you always got something going on always got some cooking in the back but you know, right now I'm just enjoying the season, uh, enjoying the doing the fifth quarter, uh, enjoying always. You know, with a clothing brand, it's so it's, it's so it's so cool for me personally because I get the chance to learn something different. A lot of times, you know, uh, I do it all out of my garage. I do it in my house. You know, a lot of people always ask me, "Hey, well, why don't you get somebody to pay it?" I said, "No, but I'm learning." So I think for a, a point for learning, and I think that's the thing that I try to tell young people: figure out shit on your own. Because when you get in this game and you you playing football, but you know, there's other stuff that's going on. Learn, figure it out, you know, and, and that's what I'm, I'm doing now. So I'm really enjoying it, enjoying the process and seeing what's, what, 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 what it can be. Well, let's learn more about Walter Jones right now, shall we, Lofa? <laughs> All right. Do it. Question number one, Walt. Heads or tails? Uh, heads. Why number 71? Because uh, it looks so sweet. It's, it's, it's probably the dopest number for office alignment. <laughs> you get no argument from me. If you were called upon, would you rather punt or punt return? Punt return. Can you imagine, Lofa? No. That'd be amazing. I mean, Walt was faster than you know I ever was, so no, I can't imagine him <laughs> oh. at two ninety. Oh, Walt running a four six down the field. I mean, that would have been awesome if Mike would have put just put him back there once, just. You know, get hey, back you, there. Hey, you just saw some of these llamas that had count passes out there, Lofa. They can, you know, they, they, we have the, you know, you know, I was joking to you about the little man and the big man. So we are big, but we do got that little man somewhere right there thinking we got skills to do that stuff. So <laughs> right I'm always heart, thinking I can catch the ball. You know what I'm saying? I love it's right it. in the heart. I it's love it. Right in the heart. <laughs> what was your go to halftime snack? Uh, an orange slice. <laughs> Nick Ballor said the same thing. That's awesome. You, I don't you, don't, you don't even know that until you come in at halftime and you you smash a couple of orange lights. You don't know <laughs> how good they be. So I was a Red Hell Bull. Yeah. What were you? A Red Bull. Oh, nice. Yeah. At halftime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Or, or an IV. I need. Okay, okay. I probably needed the IV because of the Red Bull. Yeah, both at the same time. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, the next question on my list is: Do you know your Madden speed rating? Uh, 
I have no idea. I would uh, say don't worry probably, about it. You remember the '99 you know. club? So it's, they were all yeah. high. Trust me, <laughs> they were all high for you. Um, let's see here. Oh, on a scale of one to ten, how cool are the Seahawks throwback unis with the silver helmets, which you wore in your first couple of years, didn't you? I would say now that I see the, the when people post it and saying bring it back. Uh, I would say a 10 now, mm-hmm. but when I was wearing it, I thought it was the cheesiest uniform <laughs> in the league. So just tell you, but when, I think when I saw, like, I, I love to see the older guys. Like, I like, I'm going to tell you the dopest one I want. I want for myself. I want the 55. I want the, the Boswell. I, what's, mm-hmm. what's it, what's it, Bosworth, yeah. Bobworth. I want that. I think I saw somebody with that one. I think that 55 is just clean because yeah, nice. how big it is on the jersey. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. So I think it's going to be... Uh, a game changer for especially for the fans if it does come back. Oh, they got to bring it's it gonna back. Be a, I think it's going to be a game changer. I think it's going to be something unique. Yeah. You know, you and, and I think now with the league, I know we passed the 60 seconds or uh uh whatever y'all doing. But um uh, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's going to be competition when we drop those things. So I think it's going to be dope. Hell yeah. What is your favorite Pete-ism? Is there something Pete who? says? Like, is Maybe there is there a Pete Carroll? Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Like, uh, let's change it to Holmgrenism. That's better. What's your what's your favorite Mikeism? Oh man, like something Holmgren did that just probably. I would say this right here. They were Holmgren be the t- when I was going through my uh, fr- when I was going through my franchise tag stuff and I was missing training camp. He would literally text me like mid training camp like probably like two weeks left for training camp he said hey do you think that you should want to come in just for a week before the season starts i was like uh no i'll see you on payroll day where payroll starts so that was like you know he always would ask me that you know i missed it like what three times yeah and every year right before the season start like it's probably like uh two weeks before the season start you'd be like hey you think you want to come in a couple of days early i'm like no i'm good no i'll be here chilling it's fine <laughs> I got my frozen grapes. Uh, I'll be like, what? I'll be like, when do payroll start? Uh, payroll start September first. Well, I'll be in there September first. I'll be there. <laughs> no thanks, Coach. I got mint leaves. I got frozen grapes. I got some pineapple juice. I got my Ciroc apple yeah. green, green apple. Yeah, I'm good to go, man. <laughs> um, hey, Walt, if you weren't a football player, what do you think you would have done? Uh, I probably would have played basketball. Yep. And if I didn't do if I didn't do athletics, I'd probably be working at the local uh, wood yard there in, the, in my hometown. But that's mm-hmm. where the money was, so I probably would have been there. Gotcha. What? Uh, the last question. I think I'm out of questions. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of questions. But our Good last job. one is: What was your favorite play to be part of as a Seahawk? Favorite play to be part of. Um, if I call a play out, do you will you know what I'm talking about? Let me see. Uh, my Carolina. favorite play was 93 Blast. <laughs> you know what that is? It sounds like a run to me. Exactly. Yeah, you know that run. You know this when Sean go to the left side, boom, we call that play. You know it's coming. Carolina you know, 20 yard line. Yeah, 20 yard line. That was a, mm. that was called 19 flip. Anything anything coming my way is, is a great play for me personally. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I tell people all the time. People ask me today, like, "Hey, Walt, if you could play right now, what play would you call? Like, if you had to go out on the field right now, I'd say a uh, uh, sprint right option. Because <laughs> all I gotta do is step down in the Just gap turn. and protect that gap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lope, I've been my used to tell like, I mean, I was playing and like we were, we gonna be on a uh, probably like a long drive, like a, a probably 10 play drive, 15 play drive. 
And I'd be like, how's it back? Hey, bro, I, I need a sprint right option. I need a sprint right ASAP. option. Just to get a breather, I need a sprint right <laughs> option. Yeah, because there's no, you can't, you can't just O-line. There's no calling out like, hey, man, like we're on a 16th play drive. I need a, I need a breather. Yeah. You just keep going. The announcers and commentators always talk about how tired the defense must be because the offense has been out there so long. And I'm always sitting there thinking, what about the offense? They got to be kind of tired too. Yeah, because D-line comes out, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they can offense, sub in and out. I mean, yeah. you, could, you could speak to it. Well, there's a second wind of air coming when you're just kicking the yeah. living shit out of the guy across from oh. you. Oh, totally. He's tired, too. So for me as an offensive lineman, when you get tired, you lean. So now that's better for me. I'm like, okay, you're not trying to go nowhere. I literally, like, when you on like, I've been like, you've been on like a 17-play drive. And, dude, I swear, you, both of us are just, we, we're holding on. We're praying. He's praying that the play don't come this way. And I'm like, oh, you're making my job easy. <laughs> like, I'm just in my gap. I'm just in my gap. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny Walt we really appreciate your time man thank you so much for all your energy and all of that and uh, just you know being a pal and everything and um, just you know I thank you thank you thanks Yo, for being on the show appreciate it brother appreciate it loaf man good stuff man you're doing brother keep it up thanks Walter I'll see you later on this evening I'll see you tonight brother and let me tell everybody uh, where they can find us and everything we're on all social media at take12pod don't forget the P-O-D at the end you guys can find Walter and Lofa on all social media by just searching their names. They're legends. They will come up. You will find them. I'm on social media at BDAV. If you have any emails you want to send, you can do that at SeahawksPod at gmail.com. Shout out to our sponsors once again, Heritage Distilling Company, betonline.ag, epicseats.com. Make sure you mention Take 12 when you're buying or selling for an extra per ticket when you're selling or an extra 12% off when you're buying. And then also Simply Seattle, everybody. Um, Show's over for right now, but let's put our hands up and hands in the middle. You think these look small in my hand? I'm going to get a four-pack over to Walter. (laughs) You won't even see the fucking can. (laughs) Hands up, guys. Let's break this one down. We're going to do a breakdown. Hey, I got this one, Brett. Okay. So it's only fitting that we had Hall of Famer GOAT Walter Jones because the offense looked like the best to ever fucking do it. Mm. So we're going we're going best to ever do it on three, folks. One, two, three. Best, best to ever, ever do, do it. it. Oh, we can hey, we can cuss on here? Uh, yeah, I don't know why you are. Okay. okay, next time. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.